When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. Welcome into another edition of Green and Growing. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you here uh, on a beautiful, beautiful Thursday night ahead of a uh, winter storm coming up here on Friday. Now, again, this was going to be a green and growing post-game podcast, uh, but things kind of changed as the uh, Bucks uh, blew out the Celtics in the first half. Celtics rested their starters uh, coming out of halftime and didn't play them in the second half. Then they decided to take the Bucks game off of TNT because it became so embarrassing to go to another game, at which point I decided, well, I am not going to sit here and watch another game. I'm going to go do this podcast now versus waiting because there's still plenty to talk about, even though we don't have technically a final score. As we start recording this, there's uh, just under five minutes to go in the fourth. Bucks are up 123 to 91. And again, Thanasis is in the game and all that fun stuff. So uh, the game has been over since halftime for the most part. All right. So, Let's talk about a couple of things here. Uh, I, I would say, uh, regardless of you know what happens, uh, if this would have been Boston shooting, you know, sixty-five percent from the field in the first quarter, sixty-six percent in the second quarter, uh, and, and the Bucks, you know, making one three and a half or two threes and a half uh, and getting destroyed, uh, that okay, look, man, it it happens, right? I mean, you're ice cold; they're feeling it. Uh, you just forget about this game and you move on. It, it's it's not real. Um, and I don't think that that opinion really changes because it's your favorite team blowing out the Boston Celtics. Now, does it feel good to blow out the Boston Celtics? Oh, yeah. Does it feel better because Drew Holiday was talking about how he expects to come out here and win again uh, tonight after they beat him the last time this season? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, does it feel better that you get the win because you're in front of your home crowd uh, at Pfizer Forum? Absolutely, it feels better. Does it feel even better because you've stunk the whole month of January outside of a one win? You really stunk in the first half of that game against Utah. So does that make it feel better? Yes. Right? I mean, from a sports fan standpoint, from a Bucks fan standpoint, I think we're smiling ear to ear right now uh, and are very, very happy uh, with what the Bucks did because this is something I think Marcus Johnson for certain um, and probably Steve Novak as well on the Valley Sports Wisconsin broadcast, this is what everybody thought the Bucs were going to look like in that Utah game. Now, remember, you had no Lillard. Uh, you know, you had no campaign uh, in that game. Uh, and as soon as Damian Lillard hit a couple of shots, I kind of just sat back and said, well, if he's going tonight, they're going to be tough because everybody else seems to be going as well. Uh, and that is kind of the deal with this Bucks team. If, if Damian Lillard is going to go, uh, and Giannis and Middleton and Brooke and Bobby Portis are all hitting shots too. 
they're going to be tough. Even if they can play a lick of defense, they're going to be tough. Now, do they play better defense in this game uh, against the Celtics maybe in the first half? Sure. I mean, Kenny Smith went up to his big jumbo screen at halftime on TNT and is showing how, you know, they're not giving Jason Tatum any air with Chris Middleton guarding them and then Andre Jackson and so forth. So he was pointing out things that he liked. More realistic, more realistic is, is the fact that they just weren't hitting shots either. I mean, there, there's a two-way street here, right? So, yes, your defense played better, obviously, uh, than it definitely did in the first half against Utah. They definitely were playing better in that one. Um, the other thing is, uh, is that they missed shots. Now, remember something else, okay? This Bucks team has been sitting for a couple of days, got a couple of practices in, and so forth. Now, my point in all of this is, this defense is very, very demanding, right? It's a lot of run and chase and play your, your, your rear end off all the time. And it's physically demanding. So you get this team that is, you know, a little bit older, a couple of days to rest and not have to be in a, you know, situation where they're playing four games in five days or whatever, um, and gives their bodies a chance to heal. Yeah, you practice, but that's not the same as a game necessarily. Uh, and they look fresh, they shoot the ball better, they feel better. To me, when we start talking about this Bucks team, what are they going to look like, say, come March, right? When we get to March, and now we're getting towards the end of the season, and they've been doing this defense of Adrian Griffin's, this pressure defense, all season long, right? So are they going to be just in that much better condition uh, and playing that much better? Or are they going to be completely zapped and burned out um, and in a lot of trouble physically because they're having troubles keeping up with this type of grind for an entire season? This is nothing close to what Mike Budenholzer was playing defensively. This is a dramatic change and shift of what they want to do. Second chance points. That was something they brought up on the broadcast. What are they, 26th in the league or something horrible like that? They got a bunch of second chance points tonight. Well, the reason you get second chance points normally is that you get rebounds. And rebounds is what? Effort, right? As Adrian Griffin likes to say, right? Put your body into somebody. Get a butt into somebody. Box out and get the damn ball. Do that. And again, that's taught at the grade school level, high school level, college level. This isn't some rocket science new thing about boxing out. It's been taught forever. But a lot of that is heart and effort of wanting to go get the basketball and wanting to, you know, box out and get a ball. Now, are you going to have that type of level of effort against your next opponent like you did against Boston? Because we all know the Boston Celtics and Milwaukee Bucks, there's a rivalry there. There just is. And with Drew Holiday in Boston, there's definitely a rivalry there. With Boston, uh, you know, playing this Bucks team, you know that this Bucks team is going to get up for him. And Shaq made mention of that at halftime. Now, I didn't see pregame. Now, Shaq claims at halftime that he predicted the Bucks by 20. So if he did, good job. But his reasoning was that the Bucs will be up for this game and they will play much better. And they did. And that's what happens. So you look at the numbers for the starters here uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis, 24 points, 12 boards, 6 assists, 10 of 13 shooting. Can't ask for much better than that. Uh, Damian Lillard in 27 minutes, 6 of 12, 3 of 8 from 3, 4 boards, 4 assists, 21 points. Nothing earth-shattering from Lillard, but good, right? Good numbers. 
Uh, Malik Beasley, 6 of 11, 4 of 8, 4 rebounds, 16 points. Brooke Lopez, 6 of 8, 2 of 4 from the three-point line, 5 boards, 15 points. What more do you want? And then Bobby Bordas, 11 of 18, 5 of 6 from 3, 28 and 12. Can we talk about Bobby Portis for a second? I mean, there's no Nathan Marzian, as you can tell by this point, because Nathan Marzian uh, went to the Bucs Celtics game tonight. He said if they win, he was going to go out and have a couple of beverages with his buddies out uh, on the town tonight. Uh, so I don't expect to uh, uh, to have Nathan Marzian check in on the postgame show. You can follow him on Twitter, though, at Nathan Marzian. He'll be back again next week. But my point is, and I brought this up on the last podcast, does anybody else feel... Like Bobby Portis is a completely different player at home than Bobby Portis is on the road. Because I'll tell you this, I think, I really think there's a huge difference when you have somebody chanting, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. When that's happening, that dude is lit. He's ready to go. Get out of my way. Let's go. And he feeds off of that energy. He gets on the road unless there is a physical altercation involving one of his teammates with somebody or involving him with somebody that fires him up and gets him going. I don't see the same type of dude on the road as I see at home. Okay. So you can look at that one of two ways, I guess, right? Like, okay, well, is he, is it worth having him to play that well at home? Cause when he's at home, he's playing really well versus what he plays like on the road, which is average to below average, probably below average, more than average. When he's on the road, you know, there's all this talk of trade speculation and everything else. Maybe they will trade him. Maybe they won't. I don't know, but he's got to figure out how to play better. You know, when he's not at Pfizer form and play more consistently when he's not at Pfizer form, because to me, it doesn't feel like I'm watching the same Bobby Portis on the road as I do one, you know, like games like tonight where, you know, he's feeding off of the frenzy. So hell of a game by Bobby Portis. Nicely done, Bobby Portis. I need more from Bobby Portis uh, when this Milwaukee Bucks team is on the road. Some comments here on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Uh, Tyler says the opposite happened last year after the Bucks played the Pacers. As a Bucks fan in Boston, I didn't hear the end of that 40-point defeat to the Celtics at Fiserv. Yeah. That was a uh, second game of a back-to-back, and the Bucks got blown out. Now, I wasn't going to bring it up, but since Tyler brought it up, Boston just played an overtime game against the Timberwolves last night. Is that an excuse? Depends who you're talking to, I guess. I mean, I guess if if you're in Boston and you're doing sports talk radio, right, on WEEI or in the Sports Hub or wherever you may be in Boston, wherever you listen to, maybe they are going to use it as an excuse on Friday. Say, man, that doesn't really count. I mean, they had a couple of days of rest, a couple of days of practice. We were playing, you know, one of the best teams in the Western Conference to this point. Even went to overtime, it tired legs, whatever. Who cares? Let's move on. Now, I'll be honest. If I was in Boston, that's what I'd be saying. Absolutely. Right? That's what you say. And I get that. However, from our perspective, because the Bucs have played so badly this month, you need any type of momentum or optimism that you can find. So this team finding their rhythm all at once offensively for a half is a huge step forward for this Bucks team. You can say whatever you want about, well, you know, they won a championship a couple of years ago and they're a veteran team and so forth. Fine. But sometimes you do need a confidence boost. 
you can be a 12-year vet. But if you're on a losing team, that losing starts to seep into you. And they're not a losing team by any stretch of imagination. But this team isn't used to going one and four in a five-game stretch. That's that's not something they're used to. I mean, they were in danger. Now, they really weren't in danger because they owned this game. But coming into this game, if they lose to Boston, it's a three-game losing streak. Again, something else this team does not do. You had this fan, the fan base, criticizing this Bucks team left and right this month. People wanting Adrian Griffin fired for the second time this year. People have wanted Adrian Griffin fired and losing their minds. And I think to a certain degree, some of these guys, they know what's going on. They know what the fans are saying and so forth. They themselves may not look on social media. They got friends and people that they talk to when they're out and about that do look on social media that probably do tell them what's being said about them or family members that are on social media. They tell them. So they know there was some, I don't want to say pressure, but there was some negativity being thrown out there about them. And they finally came back and responded in large kind. So to me, that's why it's a big game for the Bucs. Not that they're this much better than Boston, because they're not. Don't get wrapped up in this. They're not this much better than Boston. And if Boston would have beat them the same way that Milwaukee beat Boston in the same fashion, where the Bucs were ice cold and Boston was feeling it, I'd say the same thing. Yeah, Boston beat us, but they're not that much better. This is a lot more evenly balanced matchup over a, you know, five, seven game series. But I go back to what I said earlier. When we get into a seven game series with this hectic style defense and everything else that they're playing, how are these guys going to react and say, you know, end of May or June about having to play this way? And will they be up for the 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 match against these guys uh, playing defense this way? That that's that's something that I'm very concerned about. Very very concerned about whether or not they can hold up physically. And we talked about in the past. Griffin came from the Skiles, Thibodeau, Nick Nurse, right? Which is play my 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 starters a ton of minutes, and we're going to go all out every night and be aggressive and so forth. Right. But then you get to the postseason outside of the nurse championship one year with Kawhi and they fizzle and they fall apart because they're dead tired more, more times than not. That's what we're hoping does not happen to this Bucks team. When we get to that point. Yeah. You can provide a whole bunch of effort when you have a couple of days off and you come into this game, all jacked up to play the Celtics. Good for you. But let's see how this guy kind of goes going forward. That's the thing. All right, uh, take a quick time. I'll come back. I want to talk about the Celtics pulling their starters um, going into the second half. It got a lot of run on Twitter or X or whatever the hell you call it. Uh, And I want to give my thoughts on that. Coming up next here, uh, make sure to download the Green and Growing podcast on your Odyssey app or if you download your favorite podcast. You can also check it out on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page where we are currently live streaming this bad boy. It is a final now. Bucks beat the Celtics 135 to 102. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. 
Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's C. Sparky, Fiber, 1250 AM, The Fan. Check out all my latest interviews up at 1250amthefan.com. Tomorrow morning, you'll catch an interview with myself and Tyler Dunn from golongtd.com. Uh, a great uh, interview with him, uh, talking about him and Bob McGinn uh, doing a podcast together, talking about how the Packers are going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, also, a uh, extended interview that he does did with Brett Favre. And Favre gets into his thoughts on Jordan Love, gets into his thoughts on Mike McCarthy and where Mike McCarthy's head might be going into this matchup against the Packers. So we'll talk to Tyler Dunn about all of that. Uh, you can, again, check it out at 1250amthefan.com or on your Odyssey app uh, tomorrow morning, Friday, and be able to listen to that interview. Uh, so the Bucks win 135-102 here on the Green and Growing Podcast. Uh, and at halftime, this game was over, right? And the Boston Celtics, Coach Missoula, decided – I'm not playing my guys in the second half. We just played a full game, overtime game last night. This game is pretty much over. So my starters are not going to play the second half. And I'm going to let my bench guys get a lot of run. So the question is, do you have an issue with Boston sitting their starters in the second half? And if you are uh, a part of the stream right now, feel free to to leave it in the comments section. I'll read some of these uh, as they come in. I don't have a problem with it. I like it. I'm all for it. And I saw people, boy, you coward, blah, blah, blah. And oh, the basketball gods are watching. They're going to get you. Man, get the heck out of here. Basketball gods are watching. They're going to get you. What are you talking about? I mean, there, there is absolutely no chance. He did the right thing. That game was over. And I'll take it a step further. Adrian Griffin, when he saw what they did, he should have said, we're done too. Next time out, you're all sitting, and we're going to play the next set of guys. That's what he should have done. Why Why risk injury to anybody? Could you imagine in the second half of that game, Boston's down 35 or whatever, and Jason Tatum hurts himself and gets an ankle injury down 35, middle of the third or end of the third? People would be losing their minds. Why was he in the game? The game was over. You weren't going to make up 35 points more than likely? I mean, is there a chance you could have made up 35? Okay, sure, there's a chance. There's also a chance you could win the lottery, right? So, yeah, so there was a chance. But why? Why put yourself in harm's way over a slim, slim, very slim chance that you come back from 35 or 40 down? Like, that's just idiotic to me. Why would you do that? So, to me, Missoula made the absolute right decision coming off of that game the night before, looking at why put guys at risk of injury were done. Did Adrian Griffin do the right thing by continuing to play his starters? Now, again, I get it. You haven't been playing well. You haven't had a win forever. You need to get that good feeling back and get the confidence back up with these guys. So I'm going to give them some more run. I mean, again, veteran five are out there. I mean, Brooke Lopez, Middleton, Giannis, Lillard, Beasley, these are all vets. You don't need to play all five of these guys out there. That next time out, Adrian Griffin should have looked at all of them and said, you're done. Sit. And I'm sure Giannis would have wanted to play. I would have said, dude, come on. I want to play. Now, I don't think Brooke Lopez would want to go back out there. Brooke Lopez is like, fine with me. I'll take a rest. Let my brother play. 
But that's what should have happened. Because think about it. If Giannis gets hurt in that game, when you're up 35, 40 points, what are you going to be saying to your friends or your family members or on social media? You're going to be ripping Adrian Griffin saying, why was he in there when that game was over and their starters were pulled out of the game? That's what you're going to be saying. That's what I'll be saying. I'd be screaming and yelling on this podcast that they got somebody hurt in a game that was clearly over. The other team starters were out and we're still running our starters out there for no damn sense. Makes no damn sense. None. So yes, he should have pulled those guys out. Never should have been playing as long as they they did. Plus, it's all about, oh, we want to get our young guys experience. Perfect. Play Jackson, Livingston, Bochamp. Play those dudes. Let them get a whole bunch of run in that game. Totally fine. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, Jerry on the comments on the uh, Odyssey YouTube page says, was thinking the same thing uh, about the Bucks. Rainbow Trout, he's a frequent visitor here on the live stream for uh, the Greening Rung podcast, says, if the Celtics had put the starters in to begin the second half, then the Bucks should have. But when Boston concedes the game, there was no reason for the Bucks to risk injury. 1,000%. Now, again, you know, maybe the other argument, which I don't ever think comes into a coach's mind, but let's just say, you know, for argument's sake, maybe it's, hey, man, we're at home. Little Johnny might only have this chance to see Giannis, and I'm going to deprive little Johnny if Johnny doesn't get to see Giannis play in the second half, right? Well, that's not fair to my fans here in Milwaukee if I sit him in the second half. Now, again, I don't believe a head coach ever thinks that. A head coach should be thinking about what's best for his team, what's best for the player, and what's best for the future of his team. Those three things. The present with the team, your star player, or star players in this case with the Bucks, and the future going forward. So when do we play next? Right? How many days off do I have? And if something happens, am I going to be able to explain why that player was still out there in this situation? And I get it. Adrian Griffin is a rookie head coach, right? Rookie head coaches, they make mistakes. I understand. But you have Joel freaking Prunty over there. Joel Prunty has been an assistant in this league probably as long as I've been alive. That man should have went, hey, let's get him out. That's enough. They've, they've had enough. They pulled their, we're done. Let's get him out. Joel's got to say something. He has to say something. Now, Coach Matumbo, I have, no, I, I don't. I, I don't expect him to say anything. He's got the same mindset as Griffin. They both came from Toronto. So I'm not expecting that. Prunty is not of their mindset. He did not come from Nick Nurse. He has to say something and get his guys the heck out. Period. So as much as I'm mad at Adrian Griffin, I'm about as upset at Prunty as I am Griffin for not getting those guys out of that basketball game. Never, ever, ever, ever should have been in that basketball game as long as they were. Uh, there in the second half of that basketball game. All right, take a quick time. I'll come back. I want to talk about the future of this Bucks team and the trade deadline because we got into that a little bit on the last podcast. Uh, and really, how many players is this team truly away for you to say, yes, now I believe they're the favorite to win a championship. We'll talk about that next here on the Green and Growing Podcast. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. 
Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's the Sparky Fiber, 1250 AM, The Fan. Follow me on uh, Twitter at Sparky Radio. Nathan Marzian, night off. He was at the Bucks game, then he's going out to have some beverages with the boys. Follow him on Twitter at Nathan Marzian. You can check out the interviews I do during the course of the week over at 1250 AM, The of course, check us out all the video aspect of us on YouTube, Odyssey Sports YouTube page, live streaming this bad boy tonight as the Bucks take care of business and destroy the Boston Celtics on TNT. All right, so the question is, does this one give you hope for the Bucks going forward? My answer to that question is no. It does nothing for me going forward as far as where I was at with this Bucks team before this game and where I'm at with this Bucks team after this game. It really doesn't change my outlook at all. Now, am I happy? Oh, ecstatic. I hate Boston. I hate the Celtics. I hate the Heat. Uh, the Celtics and the Heat. Those are my two teams I dislike you know, the most. Probably the Heat one, Boston two. So anytime you beat those two teams, regardless of situation, I'm going to be happy because I can't stand them. So don't, don't get this confused that I'm not happy. I'm very happy. I'm just saying in a situation like this where one is so hot and the other is so cold, you know, it, it happens, right? It's kind of a mirage. It's not real. So the next time you play them, uh, if it's a closer game and they're more back to kind of playing closer to their averages, then you'll probably have a better idea of kind of where both these teams stack up. But I don't think you learn anything about either team based on what happened tonight uh, in Milwaukee at Fiserv Forum. I still think defense is a big issue. I said that earlier in the podcast. We said on the last podcast, Nathan Marzian and I talked about how much would a trade really help this team, Right. And we talked about different players. Deontay Murray uh, with the Atlanta Hawks. He's probably going to be the best player traded, they're saying now, because apparently there's not a belief that Pascal Siakam is going to get dealt because according to reports, he doesn't want to sign an extension with Sacramento. He doesn't want to go to Sacramento. Uh, So that deal is off. Uh, And if he's not going to sign an extension anywhere he goes, similar to Corbin Burns of the Brewers, that pretty much limits your trade value of where you can trade him. Uh, So that apparently might not get done. Uh, and then Levine with the Bulls doesn't appear there's any traction on getting him anywhere at this point. Again, you got a couple, a few weeks left before the trade deadline. Not much, right? Um, so that may not get done either. So the one guy that might get dealt of significance is Deontay Murray of the Hawks. Uh, and again, as I've said before, that would have to be a three-team deal. The Bucks don't have enough assets to do that by themselves. Then some of these other guys like Caruso and Dunn, um, Finney Smith and so forth, um, does one of those guys really do it for you? Mm, not for me, it doesn't. It doesn't doesn't do much for me. I, I think you look at this team and you go, okay, how much do they really need to do in order for you to feel like, okay, they're that, that team now? For me, they need another mobile big that can block shots. That's one. And two, they need a wing defender. They need two guys. I don't think they just need one guy. I think they need 
two guys. Now, maybe the the shot blocking center, and again, I don't care if he has offense or not, but they need another rim protector. So when when Brooke Lopez is off the floor, provided you still have Bobby Portis, the Portis can still play that four position and not have to worry about dealing with bigs all the damn time and give them a shot blocker in there to play behind campaign or Connaughton or whoever the guards are at that point. When Brooke Lopez is off the floor, you literally have nothing outside of an occasional block from Giannis. You have nothing. So I think they need a mobile, a mobile big. That's a shot blocker. And I don't care if he's six, nine or six, 10, as long as he's a shot blocker, you don't have to be seven, three. Uh, and then you need a wing defender because Malik Beasley, uh, tries he's not very good Pat content's not that guy so you need to find somebody else now jay crowder's getting close to coming back right and we'll see we'll see when he comes back what he brings because old man jay last year stunk out loud now at the beginning of this year he looked better than he did last year and then he got hurt so let's see what he looks like because he should have fresh legs now i mean he hasn't played so let's see what he looks like in the second half of the season if jay crowder is looking like jay crowder then maybe you you don't need two guys. Maybe you can get away with just a mobile big to come in here and do something. But for me, it's two guys. If they don't add anything, if they don't make a trade, and they just roll the dice and go, you know what? We think the development of Livingston and Bochamp and Jackson Jr. are enough. That is enough for us to make that run. By the time we get to the playoffs, they're going to be pretty big in our rotation. Maybe the content of the world won't be playing as much and so forth. And these young guys are going to help get us over the top. If John Horst does that, by the way, I will be absolutely shocked. But if that's what they decide to do, there's no way I can look you straight in the face and tell you they are going to win an NBA championship. There's just no way. I mean, based on what they have right now and defensively what they're trying to do, there's no way they're going to have enough. You're legitimately going to be asking your offense. And again, maybe they can do this, right? You're going to be asking your offense to throw up a what? A buck 35 against the Boston Celtics team? Night in, night out? Hmm. You're going to be asking them to score a buck 35 against, say, Philly or Miami every night? Because yeah, you're talking about having to outscore everybody, guys. If this defense doesn't get any better, I just don't know if you, I just don't know if you could expect them to do that consistently for a whole series. Man, just like the Pacers. Okay, they started off red hot, but again, is that sustainable when you get in the playoffs? When the intensity level picks up and the defenses start to, you know, belly up and really play some D. And now we start game planning defenses for specific players to take away specific guys. You know, are we still going to be seeing 140 to 135 playoff games? I would be absolutely shocked if we see that type of stuff consistently throughout the playoffs. You would think these scores are going to come down as defensive intensity picks up. That's why I don't think this team can win a championship without adding some pieces here. As it sits now, I would not say they're my favorite to win an NBA championship as we sit. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Could they make the Eastern Conference Championship? Probably. Yeah, I would say so. Could they get out of that? I don't know, man. I really have my doubts. I really do. Um, you know, on that Western side, um, if you think they can get to the finals and they, you think they can get out of the East, Western Conference, there's some teams over there. Again, do I think Oklahoma City is going to be there? No. They're young, right? Um, so eventually they're going to stumble. They're going to be tough in a couple of years, though. That team and that coach is good. Uh, so Oklahoma City eventually will be there, but it's not going to be this year. You know, I would think probably the Denver Nuggets are probably going to be the team that's there. There's a lot of t- people that fall in love with the Clippers. I refuse to do that. I There's just, I'm not going to do that again. Um, the Lakers, there was talk about them on TNT tonight. No, I'm not buying the Lakers at this point either. Uh, now, again, trade deadline could change that, right? If Lakers make a big move and add somebody else, okay, maybe I change my mind. But as we sit right now, no, uh, I'm, I'm not there. And, and maybe you are. Uh, and if you are, that is fine and dandy. Uh, just tell me why. I mean, if you think this is a championship team, then tweet me at Sparky Radio uh, and, and give me a couple of reasons why you think as is without adding anything at the deadline with this coaching staff that they are going to be a championship team this year. I'd, I'd love to hear the reasoning. Uh, by the way, Nathan Marzian and Nathan Marzian did like, I don't know, 12, 15. I don't know how many. There was a bunch of uh, poll questions on his Twitter account uh, the other day. And he said, uh, uh, let's take the temperature of Bucks fans and then fire off a whole bunch of Twitter poll questions. We'll get into those results next week uh, when Nathan is back uh, and kind of break down what this fan base thinks of this Milwaukee Bucks team uh, coming up uh, again next week. So thanks for tuning in to Green and Growing. Bucks win 135-102. Tell your friends, tell your family members. Uh, Steve Sparky, Fiverr, Nathan Mars, the On Green and Growing podcast on your Odyssey app or wherever you download your favorite podcast at. And of course, always live streaming this bad boy on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and uh, be careful out in the snowstorm on Friday. 